Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Hello. <laughs> Hello. We were just talking about how I'm <laughs> getting many messages from a lot of you broads saying that you tried Claim Jumper out after one of our Bachelor recaps where I talked about Claim Jumper and everyone is like, girl, yes, this shit is fire. <laughs> it's so delicious. <sighs> it's so delicious. I get that confused with like Outback Steakhouse. I'm like, wait, did we talk about this last time? I'm yeah, having deja vu. I yeah. think I brought that up and you said it was the more upscale version. It's just more, um, you know, I think the dining experience is a higher quality, but it's more like the, the you just get more food. And their op their menu is like a cheesecake factory type menu where you okay. can really eat anything. Okay, I'm gonna ask you something. Do you like red lobster? I'll be real with you, I don't think I've ever eaten at red lobster before. Mm. Mm. Was that judgment? No. <laughs> Just wondering. I went like once as a kid because my great grandma, my nanny really wanted okay. to go. And all of us were kind of like digging our heels in to go to Red Lobster. And she was like, I'm going to I'm going to pay for it. I'm taking you guys. How out. was it? My sweet little nanny, white hair, her Aww. walker. That's where she wanted to go. Cheddar biscuits. Bomb. Ooh. But I'm always my parents ingrained in me. Like my parents would always be like, we live three hours from the ocean. You don't want to eat seafood in a restaurant that's oh three hours from the ocean. Yeah. And that's really stuck by me all yeah, these years. I get that. Are, but there are other options besides lobster at Red Lobster, though, right? Mm -hmm. Do they serve fish. lobster at Red Lobster? I feel like that's where you get a bang in price for some lobster. He thinks. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's probably all frozen. I don't think there's anything like wrong with it. I eat frozen fish all the time. I don't yeah. know why my parents are acting like they caught it and drove it in a truck for three days like to Fresno before dropping it off. I feel like that's definitely a parent thing. It is. It's definitely like, it's not very logical. You know, I've been having those recently where I'm realizing things that are ingrained in my head that my parents taught me that now I'm like, wait, is that really that? big of a deal like we're talking about smaller things guys like we're you know we've always talked about christian beliefs now we're talking about things like no. not going to a fish restaurant in fresno no i'm talking about like when um my you know we'd be driving late at night and i'd be like i needed to find something so i turned the oh light on the back and my mom would be like oh my god we're gonna get in a car accident and would freak my out eyes. i can't see a goddamn thing swerving all over so, the road and so i was always like you do not turn a light on when it is dark and like in dark in the I car and dark every outside single kid has experienced that right like, why or like were your parents weird about having the windows rolled down on the freeway when you're driving Kind of, yes, but the biggest thing, which is still a thing for me, is if you only roll down one window, you got to roll it down. Otherwise, it goes... See, my parents would always be like, debris. You don't know what's going to oh, flick shit. up I've and like hurt that. you. And then I'm, I have so How much... fly into the window, though? I'm not sure. I have so much paranoia about it now, though. Evan and, and Ember, they live to have the windows rolled down with the music playing, like when we're like coasting on the freeway, and I'm like, I don't allow it, even though I don't know if it makes sense. I don't even think like with... Like physics, like stuff is going to get into the car. Like bugs don't come in the window usually unless it's a bee flying yeah. directly into the path of the window. Becca. What? 
tell. Speaking of physics. Oh, my tummy hurts. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. Speaking of fish. (laughs) She needs some ass. I (laughs) ate a fish bowl. No, sometimes it's like when I'm really hungry and then I eat food too fast, I get tummy ache. Oh, I'm sorry. But I'm drinking a ginger juice. You've been been juicing today. Get that health on. Yeah. I am drinking uh, what the health nuts like to call Coke Zero. (laughs) (laughs) Have you drank drank Olipop before? So good. Yeah, you should start buying that. So good. I do really like it a lot. But, you know. It's not the same. It's not quite the same. It tastes a little more. root fiber doesn't taste like Coca-Cola, you mean? Mm, Not quite. (laughs) It's also not as fizzy as Coke. I like Coke the, is like so fizzy. Yeah. I did tr- try the um, lime Topo Chico's the other day that I'd never had the lime flavored Bomb. ones. I love Topo ooh, Chico. Ooh, ooh. The lime flavor tastes just like Sprite, but not as sugary. Also, um, do you have a what's it called? The soda stream? You should get a soda stream. I feel like I feel like that'd be good for you. That would be good for me. Maybe you drink more water. Yeah. Yeah. Because I do love a soda. Not trying to not trying to hate not saying you're dehydrated queen. I don't know. Well, I don't you, think I've ever seen you drink water in the you studio. Would, you would be, I don't drink water in the studio ever. I need something to amp me up. That I do drink sense. a decent amount of water. Okay. okay. Um, but okay, I, typically, I typically just like do it right before bed, which isn't great either because then okay. I'm going up peeing every five seconds, but I drink like a ton before bed because I, do too, I, I get really thirsty before My bed. body realizes that like, bitch, it's you caught haven't up with been, the day. <laughs> you haven't been drinking any water all day and you're going, why do I have a headache? Why are my lips chapped? And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, maybe because you haven't drank all day. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, anyways, what I was going to say, physics. So after we talked about black holes the other day with Craig, oh my which by God, the way, Brad, if you that. haven't listened to our Craig Conan episode, it was so much fun. Yeah, it was. Love having Craig. Well, Catherine Tomes, who we had on our first anti-racism panel. Yes, I remember her yes, specifically. Love Catherine. She sent me a DM and said in her physics class, she learned about something that when you go through a black hole, it's called spaghettification. Yes, I've heard about I know about this, actually. I've read a little bit about black holes. When I looked up spaghettification. It depends on the type of black holes, though. There's a couple different, two main types of black mm-hmm, holes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, continue with spaghetti. No, but yeah, there's something about like they've seen black holes like smash stars and then also spaghettify stars, which like it stretches them out. Which means you could be stretched out somehow. There's a potential that you could go through a black hole and pass away or there's a potential that you could come at, you could become like a spaghetti character and somehow survive. Oh, no, you wouldn't survive. I read somewhere that there was like, they don't no. necessarily know well, that like you could survive as a spaghetti being. Okay. What if we're all on a planet somewhere one day and we're all just like spaghetti creatures? What I really don't understand is like the oxygen situation, like with a black hole, like if we're talking about getting through a black hole, like I just don't get it. Like the whole concept of space stuff is just like really confusing to me. Yeah. I'll be real with you. You know, um, in the last episode, we're talking about NFTs uh, now of physics and I feel not very smart. <laughs> feel out of my league is all I'm going to say. I think league. back to YouTube, back to Bachelor. Back to Bachelor. I got a degree in communication so I can kind of speak and that's really about it. You did you did a little bit of debate club up I in don't here. Get it. How could you like, this is what I don't get about black holes. Like, mm-hmm. is it just like, okay, I guess like we're all made up of so- oh my god the, all the science majors out there are just like just no that's what I'm saying I feel I feel but just I'm, still, I'm just gonna say this anyway. so embarrassed even talking about it like I said with the NFTs the other day and now this we're like the finance majors the science majors are just like what are they talking about or what am I saying right okay. now okay you know how like pixels make up like an image yes like are the cells of our body sort of like pixels and like basically could like a black hole safely like rearrange like the cells in our body. 
Interesting. If that interesting. makes sense. That, I mean, because I don't even understand how a star could get spaghettified. Like, it's obviously not possible in the, you like, in the galaxy that we're in at the moment. So that's where I'm like, <sighs> I guess black holes can make impossible things possible. Like, nothing is truly impossible when you have God. <laughs> I was waiting for that part. <laughs> Nothing is truly impossible when you have God on your side. No, but like <laughs> when we talk about impossibilities or possibilities, they're uh-huh. just in the realm of our like galaxy and particularly our planet. So like yes. maybe we could exist as spaghetti people. I don't know why I'm scoffing at that idea. I like the idea of us being spaghetti people. I mean, couldn't cells be rearranged? I would I would think, oh, I was watching um, on netflix the other day there's been two documentaries that i've been or documentary series that i've been watching just started and i'm super into them oh. one ancient aliens of course but of course so good and then two um i know gray watches that oh gosh it's so good and then two, well uh the name of it it's not um i don't even know the name it's about death it's about the afterlife and like scientists trying to figure out oh people were telling me to, to watch this it's like people talking about their near-death experiences and then scientists trying like to after talk about- death or like after life or after oh, death something or some- explained i think but yeah it's very interesting anyways combination of these two things together uh they were talking about in ancient aliens how like our structures and like us as beings and where our planet is arranged and like pulling out from the galaxies the universe to all that it's like we are a full nervous system that's what it looks like. Wow. And I'm like, what if we are just a cell in God? And that's what God is. Like all of the universes, all of the or all of the galaxies, the entire universe. Like we're just, just a, like we're just like a blood vessel. We are like a blood vessel in a divine being. Whoa. Does that mean that that mean that our body like cells with its own little tiny world with like consciousness? Well, that's the thing. It's like in your body, right? There are like, there are like cells within, like everything is broken down so small. fight against And then when you look at like actual like footage of like the earth and then stars and other sun or other uh, other stars and other planets and expanded and to see the other galaxies and like how massive it is. And then within like our earth everything and they're just saying it's just like a nervous system that's exactly what it what it looks like scientifically so like what if we are actually part of like a nervous system of like a divine being you know the pictures where it's like a picture of someone holding a picture of themselves holding a picture of themselves yeah. holding a picture of the that's like how that how i communicate that in my brain and the idea like there's there will just keep being a, a picture of someone holding a picture of themselves holding a picture and it's like maybe there's like our bodies are there's like like a, a cell in our body like to our body to us to a community to yeah, a like what country if there's a world to, inside our body yeah yeah are we high right now what's happening <laughs> no, of course this is the middle of the <laughs> afternoon I, I'm you, say that, you, say, you say Woo! that and i'm like you say that and i'm like honestly makes sense like that was like when we had craig that one time when we were doing conspiracy theories and we were yeah. just like mm. craig was like yeah, I believe it. Yeah, like that's one hundred percent. That's one hundred percent real. I mean, why the fuck not? I hate when people say that shit is impossible. I mean, I just like to like come up with potential like thoughts or like things that I can kind of be like, oh, because I feel like people ask all the time, like, what do you believe? And I never have an answer for them because my beliefs are like shifting constantly. I don't feel like I have any proof of something. So I'm always like, I don't know. Today I have an inclination, but tomorrow it might be different. Did you know that scientists like almost like know for certain that there's like alternate realities? Like 
where like you're existing. But it's not, I mean, I guess it's, that's what I can't quite wrap my head around. Is like, is it me existing? Like, am I, is a, a consciousness that's mm-hmm. just a carbon copy of mine? Also, I do think it's funny when when people do ask, like, will ask me, for instance, like, what do you believe? I'm just like, I can't explain cryptocurrency to you. Like, I don't think that my thought on the afterlife really is probably like spot on. <laughs> yeah. I do understand the nuance of the NFT. I don't. So the idea of um, alternate realities, like I can, I like to think about it. You know, it's a trip. There's like billions and billions of people in the world right now. And like over time, you know, there's been billions and billions uh-huh. of people. There's probably been someone that's actually just like you yeah. that's existed before. Would you want to meet that person or would you be too freaked out? Mm, I wouldn't be freaked out. I had a dream once that I met like my four-year-old self. Like I met my child self. It wasn't like. Would crazy. you ever want to do um, like DMT? Or something like that to have like a kind of life changing experience. Mm, I I do, but like I don't know. I'm like too. I got a little. Okay, I'm reading this book right now. That's really good, actually. My friend Taylor gave it to me, and because she didn't want to read it, <laughs> she's like, "This book is stupid. Do you want to read this?" Shout out Taylor. Love yeah, her. and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> it's called like something consciousness. Fuck, healing consciousness. Consciousness healing. Some shit like that. Sounds like a book. Basically, it's about like this woman is a guide and she'll use different things to tap into your like consciousness and heal it. And sometimes she'll use psychedelics and stuff. And Mm -hmm. she very respectfully has been guided by like indigenous cultures and is very careful about not appropriating them. But basically she is how how she describes her and how other people like in indigenous in it indigenous groups like in Mexico and stuff that she's worked with describe her as being like sort of a bridge to like white people in the Western world in the U S were so cut off from our own, like everyone has indigenous roots in some country and a lot mm-hmm. of those, but we're just like further separated because like you're in European culture, you know, it's been a really long time since we were mm-hmm. like in touch with the land. And yeah, anyway, so she sort of is like, I'm kind of like the bridge, like, for white people to help tap into like the indigenous wisdom that all of us like crave to Mm -hmm. find some Mm -hmm. sort of without, without being harmful to those cultures. Anyway. So she talks about like how sometimes people get traumatized by, by stuff. And like I've talked about before, like the first couple times I did shrooms, I think I got like a little bit traumatized because I didn't have anyone to guide me or help me. And I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And like, when you do psychedelics, you are messing with something that's super powerful that can alter your consciousness. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And if you're not like prepared properly, or if you have bad experience, it can be really traumatizing. So anyway, now I am really, really, really anxious. And so I'd like to do those things and maybe one day I'll work through to that. But the answer is yes, totally. Absolutely. Why not? YOLO, maybe. (laughs) Um, maybe yes yeah i'm too nervous to do anything you know me with the drugs i get so scared and a lot of my fear honestly is i'm nervous that because of my mental health yeah i wouldn't do a big thing like that that there's like this there's this part of me that's like if there's something that like messes with my chemistry somehow and like reignites certain or like inflames certain mental health things that i am yeah i wouldn't do any yeah heavy psychedelics yeah you're probably not gonna catch me doing that i just had a friend recently um who he is just like very like 
it's like his life goal to try to do psychedelics with me. And I'm just like, no, constantly. And I'm like, I don't, I, I like God bless. I like, so support everyone doing what like they want to do in that way. But uh, about when you get older, like doesn't matter. Not that like know. when you're older, it doesn't matter, but like, that's not what I mean. But like, no, I just, I just like, I've had, I've, I know certain people who have had certain propensities who then it aggravated things and well that's what i'm saying what if you're like in your 70s and you're like because i don't know if i want to be like raging bipolar in (laughs) (laughs) like just like a full mania for like four years i mean i don't know maybe it would give me energy again i'd be like all of a sudden i hit 80 i'd do it again like full manic state for like many years and get like so much life done i don't know we'll see anyways (laughs) that might not be a good choice does anyone else ever think I don't know. I was trying to think of a good segue. Oh. Mm. <laughs> so broads, uh, we are doing an episode today. Does anyone else episode? And you all sent in a yes, ton I like this. I like this. I like of this. does anyone else blank and things that you habits that you might have, things you may do, thoughts you may have. And uh, we wanted to talk about them because I feel like I don't know. I feel like I always have those in my brain. Yep. Like it's that constant. I remember having so many does anyone else right after I had my daughter. It was just like, like the postpartum stuff, for instance. Yeah. I was just like, does anyone else have extreme pain when they also pee right afterwards? Oh, and yeah. because, you know, it's not something at, at least at the time when I had Ember that wasn't talked about super frequently. At least I didn't have those outlets on social media that I was like, why does this hurt so bad? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like maybe sometimes answering does anyone else question have. Uh, does anyone else questions? Yeah, I'm gonna bring up the document. On messes my phone with my too. brain. Um, so should we just like like dive straight into this biz? Answer. Oh, actually, beforehand, can we take a quick pause before we dive yes. into all of these grand yes, questions? Yes, 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 yes. Let's do this. Um, so broads, I will happily admit that I am obsessed with my two puppies. Nothing is better than lying in a pile of puppy cuddles with my king and queen, Boris and Ashley. I will go to the ends of the earth to find the best products for them. And after a lot of searching and a ton of trial and error, I have to say that I found the best grooming, itch relief, and odor control brand of all time. It is called Scout's Honor. And let me tell you, since uh, switching over to Scout's Honor, my dog's coats are shinier than they have ever been. They smell really good. For me, I have two dogs who have very, very sensitive skin. They get like allergies all the time and are itching because of little bacteria is on their skin. And I have never found something that works for them until Scout's Honor. It's amazing. Oh my gosh. I remember one of our dogs used to have issues like that with skin all the time. And I wish we had a product like that. Yeah. Their probiotic grooming products are scientifically proven uh, to be a natural solution for treating your pet's skin problems and keeping them healthy. So they've got everything you could possibly need to keep your pets in tip top shape, like probiotic itching relief, a line of odor eliminating lotions, shampoos, and even fur detangler. Mm-hmm. I love the um, super sour anti-chew spray so much what? also. Yes. So our little pup Ashley tends to like to gnaw on any shoe that she can find. And all I have to do is do a quick little spray on the shoesies with this anti-chew spray. And I swear to God, she will not go back and touch have them. Have you tasted it? Tasted it? 
I haven't tasted it. No. Okay. I mean, it's it's all natural. Um, So check out all their award-winning products online or wherever pet supplies are sold. And with every purchase made, Scouts Honor provides one day's worth of meals for a rescue animal in need. It's so awesome. They're such a great company. To receive 20% off your first order, go to scoutshonor.com slash chatty. Remember, that's scouts with a K at S-K-O-U-T-S honor.com slash chatty. For 20% off your order, Scouts Honor, natural and preventative grooming solutions for pets. Mm-hmm. Okay, broads, food for thought. No two people have identical hair. Like, it's like a snowflake, right? Everyone's hair is different and personal. So why would we all use identical hair care products? It doesn't make any sense. As a society, I think we can all agree we are past some of these big box store generic hair care offerings because there are so many better options out there Oh my God, there are so many better options. And for personalized hair care at an affordable price, Jess and I have both been loving Function of Beauty. Function of Beauty is the world's leader in all things customizable hair care. And you're just going to start off by taking a quick online quiz on their website so the team can learn about your hair type, your hair goals, you know, the basics. And they'll take your results and they'll get to work on your 100% customized hair care products. There are over 54 trillion possible formulations. If that's not tailor-made hair care... I don't know what is. Yeah, for real. After I took my Function of Beauty online quiz, I got my custom formulas shipped to my house in just a few days. And let me tell you, my hair has never looked better. Um, As someone who often gets frustrated with my hair, I can say Function of Beauty has brought me so much joy because... It fits my hair. It helps my hair do what I would like my hair to do. Mm. Um, Function of Beauty has 50,000 five-star reviews, and they've earned every single one of them. I will never switch back to one-size-fits-all hair care. No, no, no. Never buy off the shelf just to be disappointed ever again. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash broads to take your quiz and you're going to save 20% off your first order. That applies to their full range of customized hair, skin, and body products. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash broads to let them know we sent you and get 20% off your order. That's functionofbeauty.com slash broads. All right, let's start off one just right out the gate, okay? Someone asks, does anyone else secretly hate when men wear flip-flops no so you don't have a problem with the flip-flop guy you like you you like a surfer you're into a surfer right yeah i guess i just okay like plastic flip-flops is a little bit different (laughs) what do you mean (laughs) like rainbows i don't even look at them like they're just not even i don't notice them okay like a plastic like thong like have what is that brand like Havianas or whatever ha- Havia- Havianas whatever the fuck yeah you know what I'm talking yeah. about yeah that were like, real hot for a long time that are like just yeah and they're literally just like rubber thongs I know flip-flops. I was just kind of like they I never understood what the did what your the rage parents was. call them thongs when you were a kid um we no always called them thongs they call we called them flip flops we my mom would call <laughs> them thongs and then my my older siblings would be like no oh, stop yeah, like, they're thongs that go beneath your between your toes i guess anyway like those like plastic ones i'm just kind of like what's the vibe here what are you doing but yeah. rainbows don't bother me um do you like wearing flip-flops i do i i mean i don't because the style doesn't but you think doesn't they're, mesh they're comfortable. with my style I love rainbows. Okay. I think my feet were made for flip-flops because mm-hmm. any type of shoe that has like a, a one of those thong situations, it's like within 10 minutes, I'm like calloused all around my toes. I hate it. No, they're honestly way more comfortable for me than Birkenstocks, but I wear Birkenstocks because they just like fit my style better. Oh, 
Oh, interesting. But like Birkenstocks, I feel like I always have to get the ones with the back strap, even these shoes, because I feel like I have to cling on with my toes to keep <laughs> them on. Yeah, no, grip. Yes. I feel like nobody talks about that. What's this? It's have you ever true. Does, does anyone ever feel like they have to cling with their toes to sandal styles like this that don't go between your toes if they don't have a back strap? Yes. Where you're like, and when you're thinking a little for dear sweaty life. and you're trying to like, like walk up, like, or, or walk, not walk, walk straight, I feel like I feel more. Oh my God. Yeah. Or if you're trying to like walk fast, forget about it. No, that is just no. like, you're just clinging for dear life with your toes. So yes, definitely like the flip flop situation helps in that way. But I get all sorts of callousy as far as a like man in between your toes. Mm-hmm, oh, it just hurts. Word. It hurts my, huh. my feet. My feet are, if I took my shoe off right now, um, we joke about the fact that I have like a Mattel Barbie foot. Um, I can't spread my toes at all. And when I say I can't spread my toes at all, I'm talking about like my toes can't even can't even do this like I like they won't move from each other. So when I go and like get my nails done and they put the little things in between, they have to like pry my feet open and everyone always makes a comment about it. They're like, wow, you just you can't (laughs) move your toes at all. They're just like stubborn little guys together. So even just a little bit of that, it like aggravates my toes. I'm definitely going to be one of those people who get older and like the toes like start to like. Uh, fold over each other yeah so waiting for that moment anyways uh as far as a man wearing a flip-flop i i love a surfer i love like you know cute shorts and a flip-flop that's fine i do have a huge pet peeve with a man in full pants like jeans wearing flip-flops does that trigger you does it remind you of southern california pastors probably that's what it is Mm -hmm. Yeah, the guy trying to come up and be like, I'm relatable, guys. Like, I'm super low-key. Or even just, like, guys, like, um, this is absolutely no shade to them, but guys like Cassie's dad, like, I feel like I, I've had so many friends growing up who were, like, lived on the beach whose dads would wear pants with, like, flip-flops. Well, I mean, I think my with dad, the, like, my yeah. dad did that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, all, yeah. The, all the dads did that. Well, yeah, and Cassie's dad, like, they were in Huntington Beach. That's why I said Cassie's dad. I don't know why that was the first bachelor person <laughs> came to mind or even her dad. I have no idea why that came up, but yeah. It's, I, maybe that is what it is. Maybe it's because, you know, I love a daddy, but there's always this thing when I see a guy in like jeans and flip flops. Dad cash. I'm a little bit like, I want to dress you. Like, that's kind of my thing more. I like, wear flip flops all the time with shorts, but with shorts. Yeah, the shorts, it doesn't bother me with the shorts. It's when it's a full, full length pant in the flip flop. I'm I feel a little that. bit like. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, I don't know. I, I guess like. It wouldn't bother me if they also, were wearing male flip flops are just so big. Yeah, they smack too. <laughs> back, back, back when they like are walking in the thing. Yeah. I don't like the sound of it. It's I just, just making me want to buy a pair of rainbows. I miss wearing flip flops. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I wore a pair of just like thong style flip flops. I used to live right next to the rainbow, um, like their main outlet little headquarters. or their headquarters. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They are expensive flip flops. My mom, everyone in junior high, for a long time, everyone though. in junior high used to wear them. My mom would be like, I'm not paying 50 bucks for flip flops when I could buy two dollar ones at mm-hmm, Old Navy. Mm-hmm. My mom was like, hell no. And I was like, mom, but all the rich kids at my but private school them. are wearing them. <laughs> but I need them. Yeah. Um, all right. Oh, this is an interesting one. Does anyone else check to make sure their alarm is set like 50 times before they fall asleep? Mm, if I have a big thing. Yes. Yes. Non nonstop. Like full paranoid all the time. Checking um, constantly. Yeah. Constantly. No, no, not not unless I have a flight or a deadline, like something hard, then I will check. I for, for me to fall asleep. 
I have to have an alarm set and I will check like a hundred times. Wow. I set my alarm for no reason. So like if I have nothing going on, if Evan and I are at a hotel, I will set my alarm. Does anyone else have such a good internal clock that you'll wake up five minutes before your alarm goes off? Never once in my life. Really? <laughs> no. I've always, since I was a kid, I would always like wake up like five minutes before my alarm. And I'd be like, what was the, even the point of the Wait, alarm? for real? Yeah. <sighs> like I, I will, I will be, have it so in my head that I have to wake up. I will wake up like right on I'm time. I'm so envious of internal alarm clocks. It's mm. the same type of people. You're the same type of person <laughs> who have the internal alarm clocks or the type of people who get fucking second winds when they're running. Okay. I've never got <laughs> a second wind and i have never woken up you just via my body you haven't okay? ran far enough bitch <laughs> I, i'm not saying that i necessarily have but this second wind i don't believe it okay and this internal look were evan and i talking about that was yes, that us? the other yeah. day you guys were just like and then you were like i think i got a third wind and he's like oh yeah i got one of those the other day too no, and he I was got a third like, wind i was like i'm not he was oh yeah he got a like, third wind and i was like i don't and know I if i got like, that I don't all right know, what are you I, running 15 miles and I'm like, I don't believe you. I've never even gotten one. I've gotten, I'm about to die. I've gotten this side stitch is actually going to kill me. Wind, whatever that might be. Because my side stitches get real bad. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely had that too. Side stitches are bad. When you, does anyone else when they run have where you feel like your, um, you are, your lungs, like your throat, not your lungs, your throat's on fire? No, but my ears hurt really bad sometimes when I'm running, when it's cold. Okay. Like they ache? Really bad. Yeah. Maybe it's, I think it might be the same feeling. Probably. Sometimes but my like nose my will throat. hurt really bad. Like my nose. Okay. Now, probably like your throat where it's like cold burning, like burning. Yes. The cold burning. It feels like, it's almost like my throat feels like it's bleeding, like freezing That's and bleeding. Nose. That's how my nose feels when I run. What is that? But is, is it only with coldish weather, weather? You don't get that when it's really hot, do you? I don't think I maybe get it as much, but I typically get mm. it when I'm running for a while. I start to get like a crazy like burning. And it's one of the reasons why like I don't, I can't run for a long Actually, time. I just can't handle it. I remember Googling it because I would get the feeling like I had blood in my nose. Yes. Do you get that in your yes, throat? Yes, in my throat. It feels like that salt, that that salty blood. Okay, yes, because I would get it in my nose and I would feel like my nose was bleeding. And apparently it just has to do with something like your, like it does have to do with like your blood flowing a lot to like areas that you're using. I don't actually remember. Never mind. But well, I remember I that there's a very, there's a very like, it happens. That's one of those things that I think about all the time. Like when I used to be in PE class and we'd all be like running. Yeah. I'd be like, and I wouldn't bring it up because at the time I was just like, everyone else seemed in way better shape than me. So I didn't want to be that person and be like, anyone else feel like they're dying here? <laughs> just like, anyone? Anyone? Like, anyone else feel like their throat's bleeding and like they're drinking their own blood like as they're running? No, anybody? No, the no, earbuds no. Earbuds really hurt too. Do you ever run with the earbuds and it's like your ears I start can't. to like, oh, I can't hurts do it. So bad. Yeah. Oh, dude. What? What? Oh my god, by the way. What? Oh my god, this happened to me a couple days ago and it was so scary. That was me hitting the the glass. It was, I was an like, earthquake. Who's with the, who has a cowbell outside the, the garage? That's what I thought was going on. Like, who's okay. walking past the studio banging on a cowbell? Okay. <laughs> you know, my neighbor. You yeah, know how he gets. Um Okay, this happened a couple days ago and it scared me so much. Oh what? my god. Okay, so I <laughs> this is first of all, is only something this is such a me thing that I feel like would happen. And Evan was laughing as he was helping me because it is just such a me thing. So I was, <laughs> I was like casually eating Chipotle. 
oh my god enjoying myself no but i do all the time i was eating by myself i meant like serious choke yeah no i've i've had i tend to choke heimlich has anyone ever had to do heimlich you're like oh yeah girl one time in fifth grade in front of the entire class Who would give you the Heimlich? My teacher. I was sitting there and I was like, what? I was like sucking on like a sour candy or something. And it got, and I like laughed and I went, and it got stuck. (laughs) It literally was like, and I looked at my friends and it was scary. Oh, it's full panic. Oh my God. It's full panic. Oh my God. And so I literally, I, because I'm like, I can't breathe. At first I was looking at people to see if they'd notice me. And then I just stood up and ran to the front of the class. Oh and it was God. like to the teacher and I was like doing this. And then the teacher, um, the Cowbell. teacher, <laughs> it's, it's hitting the thing. The teacher, uh, uh, then gave me the Heimlich and my best girlfriend was having a full blown laughing attack through the whole thing because when she gets nervous, she laughs. Mm-hmm. And so she thought I was dying. She's fully red laughing so hard. And I didn't talk to her for like three days afterwards. Cause I was like, how dare you? Like I came back and sat down next to her and she still like, couldn't stop laughing. And I was like, I almost passed away. Are you a silent treatment person? Or used to be? No, no, just fifth grade. Um, I don't think in general, but she, I literally, I was so mad because I, mean, I was scary. also so embarrassed and I was yeah. scared and I was embarrassed and yeah, I was and like 10, all those things. So. <laughs> yeah. I was like just really starting to notice like the hot boys in the front row. And I'm like, of course, well, you that's a way to get attention. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, for real. <laughs> My dad had to save his friend the other day, not the other day, some months ago, because they went out to dinner and his friend started choking on steak. <gasps> and his, steak, I hear that happens a lot. And his wife was kind of like, passed out because like i don't know if she was mixing some alcoholic beverages with some prescriptions or what was going on but it was just like so oh my god that's so scary not there and like it was like and my dad had to give him get up and give him the i'm looking in front of the whole restaurant and everyone started clapping oh my god, he's a hero <laughs> hometown hero <laughs> they're like sir can we get your photo for the wall <laughs> and my dad always oh my god my dad <laughs> He's like, I call him my atheist friend, you know? And so after that, I was like, do you believe in God now? And my dad tells that, that story to everyone. Oh, my God. Okay, but like, that's, that is a, does anyone else, does anyone else have, get all of a sudden when they're driving alone, like random intense fear all of a sudden of choking? Because I get that all the time. What? Yeah. Maybe because you've, I've never choked on anything. It's probably, I've choked numerous times. So like. I mean, I've choked on things before, but. <laughs> No, I've never like had, I've okay. never had anything like that happen. I've, I've choked. So I'm afraid of like, being in the car. Yeah, dude. Stop. <laughs> oh my God, dude. I get scared a lot alone in the car. I get scared. Do you scared. know how to give yourself the Heimlich? I mean, like if you <laughs> hit or yeah, like. As if you can do that. No, I think you're supposed to like go up to the back of a chair or something. I'm just scared about like, yeah, being in the middle of the freeway, like trying to pull over and like, I can't breathe. And like, what are you going to do? Like, whoa. So I don't typically eat when I drive. Cause I'm so freaked out. I've Fun literally fact. never had that cross my mind. It's scary. Were you really scared when Ember was a baby of having her choke on things? Dude. Terrified. It's still now. It's like a huge fear of mine. If you, if you ever hear me snap at Ember, it's typically because I see her running around the house while she's eating or like start laughing while she has a mouthful of food. And I get so like, I get so scared. So speaking of this choking thing, though, so so I'm eating a couple days ago. I'm eating Chipotle. I cannot believe I'm eating Chipotle. And all of a sudden I take a bite of something and I feel like a sharp feeling in my throat. (laughs) Did you bite off part of the fork? (laughs) Sorry, I keep trying to guess. This has got to be so annoying for people listening. I keep trying to guess the end date before it happens. 
Okay. So I swallowed the fork. No, I, I feel like it feels like a sharp like feeling in my throat. And I'm like, what the heck is that? And I and it starts to kind of freak me out because it's like really sharp and I feel it in the back of my throat. And I'm like, whatever this is, is so sharp and it hurts. If I fully swallow this, is this going to get like stuck like in my esophagus? It hurts so bad. So I go... I go to the bathroom and I open, like I, I look in the mirror, open wide, and I have by, you know, where like your little dangling the uvulas and then where your tonsils are, there's like the flap with your, like your throat like area and then your tonsil, and there's like that little space in between on both sides. There is a piece of thin piece of wood lodged <laughs> between <laughs> my tonsil and the back of my Bitch, throat. What? Fucking lodged. Okay, stuck <laughs> like at an angle like this. And I am like, I'm going to die. Like, I'm like, I didn't know what was going to happen. Just like, literally lodged like this. Like, just at an angle. Just stuck. <gasps> piercing. Oh. The back of my throat. <laughs> piercing the back of my throat, my tonsil, or however, whatever that thing is. Piercing. So I run out. So, so what I'm freaked out about now is I'm like, if I swallow... What if this thing comes on? Like, I don't know how big this is, like how deep it's going in. If I swallow, what if it gets stuck in my esophagus and I have to like go to the emergency room or something? Um, Because I didn't know how big, quite how big it was. And so I, I'm trying not to swallow. So I'm walking back to the studio because Evan's back here like this. <gasps> trying not to swallow all this spit. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> 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 Probably drooling out your mouth. Yes, yes. Straight, straight up. Straight up. <laughs> I kept spitting drool everywhere. And I come out and I'm like, and I literally say, I have my mouth open. I don't want to close it. I go, and I go, how do you guys like in the back of my throat? And he's just like, what Did the you heck think about is going getting, on? Like long tweezers? Well, like, guess what happened, girl? So he took his little flashlight Ow! and he went and got tweezers. And I had, and by the way, I'm not great at deep throating. So the tweezer hitting the very back to try to like pull out this thing. So he had to take it and he had to take tweezers and get to the back. It took a while because I kept like, oh, like starting to choke because he had to be like precise. So he had to really get in there and pull this thing out. And it was bloody on both ends because it had <laughs> penetrated both sides. Did that hurt when he pulled it out? Did it like scrape? Like oh, I didn't really I didn't really feel pain because I was so freaked out. And it was like probably about that long. It was like and an inch. Boy. Sue time to lawyer up. I don't know what it is. It literally looked like a thin piece of like wood uh-huh. that like a like a like a long splinter. What on God's green earth? It was horrible. It was a horrible 30 minutes. <laughs> Have you ever gotten a like um like a tonsil stone or like I I've never something, gotten a, I don't know if I've ever gotten a tonsil stone, but I remember as a kid I got something like lodged in like a pocket like in my tonsil. I used to have friends who would get tonsil stones, a friend who got tonsil stones all the time. And it smelled really bad. Yeah. No, it wasn't I don't think it was a tonsil stone. Basically I like got something like lodged like i remember it being in trader joe's and getting a sample maybe it was honestly a piece of wood i mean it might be and it was stuck in like back in my tonsil area maybe it's like a stem i remember walking around trader joe's just like and this was so me as a kid and this is so me as an adult now just being like i guess i'll just suffer in silence (laughs) like not saying like mom something stuck in my throat just being like i'm in the worst pain of my life right now walking just gonna just gonna just as a 10 year old just gonna play it cool just gonna play it cool i guess until finally whatever it was like came out and i swallowed it but like it was 45 minutes of like the worst pain of something in the back of my throat i feel like 
every once in a while I'll swallow something and it'll be like that sharp feeling and I'm like, oh, it was a chip and it scraped yeah. my throat on the way down. But now after literally opening my mouth and seeing wood lodged in the back of my throat, I'm like, does this happen sometimes? Like you just get like something sharp of food stuck right there or something. And I just, yeah, keep swallowing until it goes away. Anywho, that was that. I <laughs> it, was, it was terrible. And Can you like touch your tongue back to like your tonsils kind of? Mm-mm. I can. Do you know what I can do with my tongue, though? Can you touch your uv- uvula with your Mm-mm. tongue? Really? Mm-mm. I can do it, like, literally right now. Just like, oh. For real? Uh-huh. And you're feeling it? Uh-huh. Oh, absolutely not. I can't do that. My tongue doesn't curl back like that. Let me see. <laughs> okay, this is horrible content. Dead air. <laughs> okay, so. Oh, I can get weird. it to stick. That's really weird. I can get my tongue to fold like a sandwich and stick. I can only do it with my teeth. No, I can't do that. Can you do the taco? Mm-hmm. Can you do your, can you flip your tongue? Like, oh yeah, okay, you can. I can't do the, I can't do the clover though. I can't either. I don't know how people do that. Me either. Mm. God, we're in this one together. <laughs> so, um, all right. Some of these are extremely dark. Um, there are some heavy ones. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> like, do you ever lay at night? Does anyone else ever lay at night thinking about your own funerals or your family's funerals and just start sobbing you have you i'm just i just think about the speeches i'd give because i'm just kind of a narcissist oh no you think about the speeches that you'd give for family members yes and also think about what people might say if i die okay yeah sometimes i do think about my family members dying and i cry randomly yeah i was gonna say i feel like you connect to like to death more in that way like you think about that more yeah Mm -hmm. yes I don't really. I think. Really? Um, no, that's funny. I thought I don't you did think the same about, thing. No, no, I don't think about f- the funerals. Oh, I think about like tragic situations, like accidents scare me. I'm like really fascinated by like how people respond to grief because, like, you know, at a young age, I had something really traumatic, and then like my neighbor. I also watched my neighbors who were all kids lose their mom to cancer, mm. who were like you know, like eight, 10, 14 and like 17, mm-hmm. all kids. And um, I'm just like really fascinated by it because people and kids like just don't process grief like you think they would. Yeah, no, I hear you. It's so like, even when you watch sometimes these like um, documentaries about like horrific situations and then, you know, it's the question mark afterwards, like who's the killer and like, and they'll be like, well, the way that they responded to this makes it oh, seem yeah. like that's they're guilty. So, I and hate like, that shit. And I that, hate that and shit. And I'm always just like, I don't even, I I mean, like how, unless everyone, grief is so nuanced. It's like how, how. Oh my God. When people dissect like 911 calls that, I mean, I've done it too myself, like listening to murder stuff, but that shit pisses me off. I'm like, you literally cannot tell. I know, I know personally from, from situations in my life. Okay, so I am the very dramatic, right? Yes. Like I'm very much like, oh my god, you okay. would not believe. Um, and so when small things happen, I can have like meltdowns and stuff. But when there's actually like something big that happens, I am very like very calm, um, and I'm very like non emotional until you know it hits me maybe like a few days later. Or something. Oh, I'm the same way. Where like I'm kind of like. In the mode of just like, what do we got to do? Yep. Like, what do we got to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you like you snap into, like, I've when we've had like break-ins at my house before. Like, I'd think that I'd, 
be like a mess, but I'm very like, okay. When the fuck did you have breaking? Oh no, <laughs> what is this? Okay, time. yeah, what? Yeah, the fuck. There was a couple break-ins in my in my childhood home that were very scary. But I was very calm. And one of them happened when I was like 13 and alone at home babysitting my newborn sister. And I was like, but and I shot, I remember shocking myself because I was like, I stayed so calm. And I think about those 911 calls because I'm like, if I would have called 911, which I should have and I didn't, um, I would have sounded probably really calm on the phone. Yeah. And it would have been like, why is she so calm? And it'd be like, I was literally like, it was like my brain was just. I need to fix this. I need to figure out what's going on. I need to protect my baby sister. But we're all good. (laughs) We're all good. That's scary shit. Yeah, it was very scary. Yeah, there's there's definitely been a couple stories that were that were really wiggy. Okay. Um, Ooh. Does anyone else? (laughs) Oh, fun. Okay. By the way, the intrusive thoughts. A lot of people wrote in about intrusive thoughts. Uh, Yes. My answer is yes, probably. Anyway, keep going. Um, I was saying, does anyone else stalk the people they used to be dating right after? Um, You mean like... Wait, what? (laughs) Say that again? They said, does anyone else stalk the people they used to be dating right after? I'm assuming you mean social media wise. And I will (laughs) say um, 100%. Did you not like after like you break up with somebody like you're checking out their stuff all the time? Depends on who it is. Like I've said, if I, I... I am able to usually evaluate and know how bad it's going to hurt. And if it's going to hurt too bad, I will not look. I will like you like we've talked about. Yes. We've deleted social media to literally yes. avoid. No, stalking yeah, them. it's yeah. I should say, yeah, if, if I'm in love with someone, I won't follow them after. But you know what is actually kind of embarrassing is that like when I have a hookup, I would definitely be like tapped into that person's social media for a while when it was like, oh, that person meant nothing to me other than like, oh, we had a nice time together. Oh, yeah. We had sex the one time and oh, yeah. uh, we went our separate ways happily. Uh, and I will continue I to will check still, it out. I will still, there's a couple of people yeah. where I'm just like, what are you doing? You still with that girl? Mm, interesting. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know why. There's someone I'm literally looking up right now. Yeah. Just to be like, so what you doing? I don't know why. Like I the, the, the people that I actually didn't have like a relationship with, I still, like you said, to this day, there are a couple people specifically in college that like <sighs> I will still look up on social media and I'm like, why am I? Why? And you know what happens? Oh, it's a rush of adrenaline when all of a sudden I haven't checked in on those people in a long time. And I think about it and I'm like, <gasps> there's going to be a lot of good new content. <laughs> For like sure. The rush of adrenaline. I like, oh, I can't wait to see how many kids he has now. Oh, and my like, God. Yeah, because sometimes you go on the binge where, like, every... This is kind of weird, but I'm sure does anyone else do this? Where every like week or so, like you'll like there'll be like a like a three week spree. You say yeah. where like once a week you'll go in and check in and well, see what's they're, up. They're in like your feed and stuff, and like they're on your search on your search bar. So then when you pop oh, yeah. it open, you're like, oh yeah, Ooh, I guess I'll check out them. And then you forget about them for like yeah. four months or a year or whatever. And then you think of and them. Then and you're like, exactly. Yes. You're like you're like ooh 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 gotta go literally right now see what they're up to. I do that with a couple um, of Evan's past flings. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't I've know. never stalked any of Grayston's exes. Really? Not a single one. Mostly because I just can't even find them. I'm always <laughs> so fascinated because I like to check out their lives, not because in like a weird jealous way, in a way of like, hmm. It's just curiosity. I wonder what Evan's life would, would look be like, like yeah. if he would have been with her. Yeah. 
and like see what she's up to now. I'm like, oh my God, look at her. She's got a thriving business. God bless. Mm. Like we're out here, like, you know, posting really cute content, have some kids. Like, okay, very cool. Very cool. Evan might've been living here if that would have been the case, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm very interested. I'm, but I'm, yeah, I feel that. Alternate um, realities in the sense of, like what your life could like look the like choose your own adventure thing where it's like what if you chose option c instead of yes if for instance a. becca would have decided to go on bachelor in paradise right yeah what if i hadn't had ruth you know what like, if you would what if you had never met gray and yeah. you never would have gotten pregnant with ruth yeah. what if you would have gone on bachelor in paradise pregnant with ruth ruth and met someone else what if i told Ari i wanted to come back when i met up with him what if Big what ifs, baby. <laughs> Again, we're talking about that this week on Grey and I's recaps. That's why it's oh really? Yeah, because it is. It is a pause anyway. Um, okay. Does anyone ever else? What? Is, what the fuck is it? Does anyone else? Okay, just does anyone else? <laughs> okay, I keep like saying fifty different varieties of it. Is do you ever ever think about? <laughs> Okay. Why don't you ever have the thought of? Oh my god. Okay. Does anyone else I love this one. Treat their partner like shit after watching a full day of reality TV. I become one of them. Yes. Oh my god, I haven't ever even thought about that. I I totally do that. Do you? Yeah. I haven't even thought about it. I get in a full fucking attitude. I get a chip on my goddamn shoulder. Suddenly you are a real housewife yeah. and you're being followed around by a camera. And I haven't yourself. thought about the fact that I like treat my partner oh. poorly, but I do. I have an attitude on me and I'm a little bit like I'm I'm a little sassy with my responses and I'm kind of looking for my camera. Like I'll say a response to Evan and be a little bit like <laughs> like someone heard that, right? <laughs> someone heard that, right? That's so you don't do one. that? Do you ever think about, I thought that I had this thought the other Does day. Does anyone else? Does anyone else? <laughs> Does anyone else? Because now I'm thinking about like my sassy responses, okay. like post reality okay. TV. And I had this very active thought. This is the most. No, <laughs> actually, I think I do kind of do that. Really? Maybe a little bit. Just like, I'm just like that slight kind of chip where you're know. a little bit like, eh. Yeah. I had this thought the other day and it's so, it feels so arrogant to say out loud, but here I go. I had, I was like on a roll. I, you know, when you're on a, you have a day where you're just sharp and like mm. boom, 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 mm. like, and all the responses are coming. Sure. And I was making Evan laugh so hard. I was being so sassy all mm -hmm. day and I just had all these quick responses to him. And I just thought of like, I wonder if anyone else ever thinks about like how awesome I would be as a partner to somebody else. That is so funny. And I love that. Like, does anyone else? Think of, wait, like, like I will think about sometimes when I'm having a really oh, about how good of a partner you are, just period. No, it's just thinking about like, I'm like, I'm making Evan laugh so hard. And I am like, I'm like so on it today that I'm like, what would another person feel like if we were in a relationship right now? Would they just be like, wow, my, my girl's the best. <laughs> I'm sure Evan thinks that Yeah. Too. And I say that, I say that sometimes to Gray because he'll, ooh, he makes it, he's, he's still learning, mind you, you okay. know, sure, he's still sure. learning. Because sometimes he'll say things like, you know, well, blah, blah, blah's wife like doesn't even care if he goes on oh, like a surf trip for a whole weekend. Baby. And then I start going fucking nuts. <laughs> where I'm like, I lose my shit where, I'm like, where I'm like, oh, <laughs> do you want me to, to act like blah, blah, blah's wife? 
You know why she probably doesn't give a fuck if he goes on a surf trip? Because she probably doesn't give a fuck about him. Do you think oh. that she sucks his dick like I suck your dick? No, I didn't fucking think so. Do you want me acting like her? I can do more of that if you want. Go ahead. Go on your surf trip. I don't give a fuck, actually. Oh, if you want to set me the fuck off. Oh, no, I'm like, no, oh, you're no. going to cook. Oh, I can act like other people's oh. wives. Go for oh, it. Oh, are we going to compare partners right now? Hmm, interesting. You want to start throwing that out? Cool. Uh, what about such and such's husband? Yeah. I'll no- oh, yeah. I know. Oh, how- you've never done a reverse? Oh, I no, I definitely do that, too. Okay. I'm, no, no. Well, I've, I pull that, too, where I'm like, oh, you know what? He, she probably doesn't care if he goes on vacation for three days. Probably because he's putting in every single fucking ounce of work he possibly can with the kids and with the home <laughs> and with cooking and with cleaning in those other five days out of the week you stupid bastard Mm, yeah oh i will that i'd be like yeah i'll see how she how she needs something and he goes babe do you need to run out to the car to that to get that sprinting to the car to get whatever she needs yeah Mm -hmm. oh when when evan and i first were married i had a horrific habit of comparing myself to other people to him when we'd be arguing so he wouldn't bring up another person (laughs) i would be like well you know in comparison to our other friends wives and i would like do this whole thing and he always would be like jessica i don't care about such and such i'm talking about us right now Uh like it's not that's not what the conversation is you're Uh like distracting from like what i'm what i'm bringing up Uh it was really bad it was Uh very unhealthy um and then one day after my constant doing that he i remember did that and i like flipped a lid and i'm like oh this isn't fun to have this done to you Mm. but if you say that if you say such and such does this and you don't mm, 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 mm. 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 but what did you think i meant at first when i said about if if i'd be a good partner or like if other people think about that i thought you meant do I forgot that we were doing does anyone else and I thought that you were saying like do other people think about like what I would be like as a partner oh that's a good one too I think someone else yeah like yeah like basically does anyone ever think about what Jess would be like with this person oh for sure I would imagine I think about that with people all the time one of my most favorite games I don't but I like that one of my most favorite games with Evan when we go out to dinner oh my gosh we talk so much shit when we go out to Mm. dinner it's so fun I think that's why we've worked together for so long me and Grayson too is it a Libra Aquarius thing because no one likes to gossip like we do I think that might be what it is I really (laughs) do because sometimes him and I look at each other and we're like why has like through the ups and downs this really worked we're like mutual love no mutual hate But it's fun. It's fun to gossip together. So I was literally just listening to an episode of This American Life yesterday where they were talking about like the boring thing because of the pandemic, especially at the beginning, was that no one was going out doing anything. So there was no gossip. So when you would catch up with a friend on the phone, you'd be like, so what's been up? And this this reporter was talking, which I so related to. She was like, yeah, I was getting really awkward with like my friends and people that I interact with over the phone. And she was like, I was trying to figure out what it was. And she was like, it was the absence of gossip. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I just started asking people like, what gossip do you have just about anyone, even people I don't know? Ooh, and love. I started doing that with one of my friends from Fresno too, just yeah. being like, so any drama going <laughs> and then on in you your get friends' lives? <laughs> yeah, that's what's great about reality TV. See, this you're right. It's the beauty of reality TV because then you're not talking shit on actual anyone people you, you know. know. And it's so it's a it's a 
fairly healthy bonding yes, experience. Yes, you're not like actually talking smack on people, the individuals who are like in your lives. Right, but Gray and I do that too. Yes, yes. That's what it... <laughs> and psychoanalyzing, you know, yeah, like yeah, we yeah. love to do that. Oh, so one of one of like our most favorite things to do is we will like sit around and like have our dinner together and we'll talk about like what would have happened if these two because listen Ooh. a lot of our friends got all we all got married really young and we had like a big friend group and everyone oh. intermarried Ooh. and so we remember like oh that one time such and such secretly hooked up with that mm. person and they ended up getting married right after that person what if they would have been together and now they're here and now they're here and we always just Ooh. do that it's so fun i need to start thinking that. about that more often because i've actually never thought about like what if you were with someone else yeah i have you ever thought about that with me about if you were with someone else? Yeah. Like anyone in particular? No, I think about if you were single a lot. Because mm. I, I, me I, too. <laughs> <laughs> just like, you just go to a different side. <laughs> My body starts floating. <laughs> drift off like a balloon. <laughs> what is it you're astral projecting into your single space? you know what honestly though i swear to god oh i've always been this is what was so funny about my season of the bachelor it's like i've never been like a party person or anything like mm-hmm. in college i was always just kind of like um i was always just kind of like uh, yeah i could go do that like or i could just go home <laughs> Like, I'm kind of like that, honestly, most of the time. And occasionally I'll have like a little bout of like, woo! But most of the time I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. But I'm not a night person. Do you know that? No, I know you're not. Yeah, yeah, you're not a night person. If you want to hit me up and be like, today, let's go on a boat. Let's go on the harbor. Let's get drunk. Yeah. And then we're going to go do this. And then we're going to go do this all before 9 p.m. And that can make Dude, it. Dude, I'm see, in. And you know what's what is tragic about being a parent in that way is that shit just can't happen anymore. <laughs> I can't. I, that's, I, 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 that's where I astral project. Sometimes I'm like, oh my god, I remember when we would like day drink and like hang out by the beach and just have a big group of friends, mm. and then you'd end up like going back to someone's house eating, and I'd be asleep by eight o'clock. Yeah. Now it's like the day has the 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 fun times have to start at like eight o'clock. Uh, yeah. You know. That's the only thing where you and I are off in that way. Your Which, day, and you know I go I go late, late night. But, you know, as my kids get older, I'm dragging them along for the fucking ride. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, mommy and daddy are going to go to the beach all day. Mommy and daddy are going skinny <laughs> dipping in the ocean. <laughs> JK! Oh, my God. But, anyway. Ugh. Yeah. I'm just not a night person, so it's hard for me. Yeah, no, I, I, I love that. I love the night. You are a night person. You're <laughs> a woman of the night. I'm a woman of the night. I, if I'm like going out, I will be out until seven in the morning. Yeah, I yeah. like. I would like to start at seven in the morning. Yeah, uh, I. Yeah, I like. I like uh, the way I look at night. In the darkness, <laughs> under the shadow of the night. I just like dressing up for the night. I like I do I mean I like that I like nighttime makeup like it's like I you know the night like gives me anxiety I think I'm like scared of the dark really not really but like but I th- the I get, evening you get yeah, nervous whenever I'm go- but it's fun Vampires. sometimes like anxious environment like anxious uh, excitement is fun mm-hmm. but whenever I'm going out or like anything and I'm getting ready and my hands are all shaking I can't eat because I'm so nervous but you know are you nervous about the night or are you nervous about the nighttime socialization 
the the dance of well, the not night. Like <laughs> actually, like not actually like the moon, <laughs> like being out in the dark. Like I'm not actually, I'm not actually like scared of the night. <laughs> like I'm not like it's not like I'm at night. I'm just in my house, like <laughs> not looking out the windows. No, so, <laughs> no, it's just like nighttime activities. It's just like sort of this anxious excitement of like who knows what shit's gonna go down and like nothing good you know what they say like nothing nothing good good happens happens after midnight or whatever is it midnight I don't know. Nothing good like, happens after two a.m. I was like, I was like nothing good happens after four a.m. <laughs> <laughs> nothing good happens after five a.m. Just keep pushing it. No, like nothing happens. I don't know. Just like when night is weird, you know, it's unpredictable. You never know what's going to happen. Oh, it's true. Sometimes the late nights can can get a little rough. There, they can be a little unpredictable. You can your phone can die, and you can not have someone around you who also has <laughs> a life. Oh my God, yeah. I got I got um stuck outside an apartment building once at 6 30 in the morning and my phone was dead and i'd like walked a girlfriend to her uber oh my god just triggered her memory go ahead really yes (laughs) i walked my girlfriend to her uber put her in her uber and uh went was going back up to the apartment and it was someone's apartment like i wasn't friends with the person i was just like there for like a house party or something and i try to go back in and everything's locked and i'm like what the fuck fuck?" and i like grab my phone and my phone's dead and it is there is no one out. Like it is dead. Maybe it was like five thirty in the morning. There was it was so quiet, and I'm trying to get in like in any way possible back into this apartment. And there, I'm like, how is there no nighttime security around this apartment? I don't understand. Everything's fully locked, and I sat on the curb and I was like, I guess I just have to wait until the sun comes up and I can like I don't know hail attack. Like I don't have a phone charger. Um. And I didn't know where I was, so I didn't know who to yeah. walk to. So I finally ended up, there was an Amazon delivery guy that showed up, I think, at like like 30 minutes later, <laughs> 45 minutes later. And I begged him to let me in. And man, this man definitely could have lost his job for letting me into this apartment, but he got me back in. And I walked back into the apartment. Everyone was still partying. And I was just like, you guys, I got stuck. And I was so, I was kind of, I was a little bit like freaked yeah. out. And uh, they were like, cool. <laughs> And I'm like, anybody else? We don't care. They're like, we don't know who you are. You just sent your one mutual friend home in an Uber. (laughs) And I literally went back up to the apartment to charge my phone so that I could like call an Uber to come (sighs) get me. One time when I first moved to LA, I was... Where the fuck did I live? I don't know where I lived at the time. Oh, I know what it was. It was when I first moved and I was staying with a family that I used to nanny for in, in Newport. And I had gone out in LA and my parents were vacationing in LA. So they were renting a place. So like they said that I could come spend the night there. Okay. But basically I was out until four in the morning. Okay. And then I drove to their house th- that they were renting and like no one was awake and everything was locked. And I was like calling everyone in the house oh and God. everyone's phone was off. So I ended up just sleeping in my... It's not that wild, but I just ended up sleeping in my car in the driveway of the house that they were, were in, you all scared? inside. No. The, see, that, see that, I, that makes me no, anxious I was in, like, when, I'm locked, when I'm locked out of my house, though. Yeah. I get all wigged out. I don't like that at all. All right. Should we take a pause? Let's take a quick pause. Um, okay. Speaking of being a parent. Speaking of being a parent, being out until seven in the morning, <laughs> no matter what your parenting style is. 
I think it's safe to say that there is a <laughs> universal fear about your little ones missing learning milestones. I know I feel this intensely, especially during these current times. Let me just say the fear is very valid. It's normal to want to make sure your kiddo is on track when it comes to early learning. Lately, I've been relying on Homer uh, to help me make sure my daughter is engaged in learning, but more importantly, having fun while learning. And if you have young learners in your life, you need to give Homer a try. You have heard me sing the praises of Homer, cry talking oh, about man, Homer. Yeah. I love them so much. Homer is the essential early learning program for kids two to eight that pairs their interests and learning level to make a personalized program that keeps them excited and engaged in the learning process and grows with them as they master new skills. All of Homer's products are proven to be effective, so much so that just 15 minutes a day is shown to increase reading scores by 74%. Mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing. I've seen my daughter's confidence and in learning increase so much after we started using Homer consistently, and I love the program more than others I've seen in the past because it's really comprehensive. They have learning activities across subject areas that are important to school, but also important in life. Everything from reading and math to social emotional learning, creativity, thinking skills. And because the lessons are so custom to each child's interest, it doesn't even feel like a task. I swear my daughter thinks Homer lessons are just these super fun games she gets to play. It makes it so easy to help her learn. Visit learnwithhomer.com slash chatty to start a free 60-day trial today. Again, to start your free 60-day trial, visit learnwithhomer.com slash chatty. Broads, it's no secret that everything can affect your sex life from jam-packed schedules Ugh, to yes. hormonal changes yep. to being a parent like we were talking mm. about before to low libido, stress at work. There's a lot of factors that can potentially work against you when it comes to having the sex life that you're wanting. And I have to tell you about the one thing that is always a go-to for me. You know we love it here at Chatty Broads. It is O-Shot oh CBD-infused or infused arousal oil developed by women. Omax O-Shot is the definition of a game changer when it comes to sexual pleasure. Oh my god, by the way, so I love their their O-Shot arousal oil, but did you know that um O-Shot now has a water-based lube oh that you god. can use with condoms? <gasps> they sent me some, and it's amazing because okay, I feel like people are going to think we just always say say this, but with water-based lubes, I've always had burning with those in particular. Yeah, yeah. No, this one doesn't burn either. It's just as amazing as the arousal oil. So O-Shot for both their oil lube and their water-based lube is incredible. Okay, keep talking. I'm ordering. I am <laughs> so, like, seriously. And it comes in a much bigger bottle, too. It's awesome. I love it. I've been using oh that one, gosh. like, all the time lately. Anyway, um, let's talk about this, though, Broads, because Osha is kind of amazing. It contains eight natural and organic botanicals to increase stimulation, lubrication, desire, and to put it simply... All areas of sexual satisfaction are targeted and improved with O-Shot. A lot of arousal oils are filled with synthetic ingredients that either don't work, have a weird smell, or even worse, could have crazy side effects or cause reactions like I was talking about. Not with O-Shot, though. Mm-hmm. 100% natural, 100% chemical-free, and 100% edible. That's a win-win-win. All right, it is officially in my shopping cart. <laughs> um, all you have to do is apply three to four pumps of O-Shot when things are starting to get hot and heavy by yourself, with a partner, whatever. And immediately you'll start to feel these stimulating effects that will last up to 60 minutes. And speaking to you all as friends, because you are our friends, you don't want to skip out on this one. It is an OMG life-changing it's the best. We promise. We yep. promise. We yep. promise. Yep. We promise. Yep. Whether you're single or if you're looking to spice up your relationship with more satisfying sex, Oshot comes to the rescue and provides heightened sexual sensations, which can give you the instant and long lasting satisfaction you've been looking for. 
And it's 100% edible and natural. Remember, go to OshotCBD.com, enter code Chatty to take advantage of this incredible savings. That's O-S-H-O-T-C-B-D.com and enter code Chatty to get 20% off site-wide. OshotCBD.com. All right. It's so awesome. It's so awesome. And speaking of sexy, sexy sex, what about does anyone else never have sex dreams of their partner and only of past lovers? Mm, same. Yep. Me. I, I don't ha- I don't often I think of, I've had a handful of sex dreams about Evan. Everyone oh, else yeah, is him. kind of I don't have past like lovers. Randoms. They're just randoms. Yeah. Like sometimes anonymous people and sometimes people, you know, like, yeah, sometimes mine are just like people like a random person. I've definitely had a number of like random people. I will say often the people who are not just anonymous yeah. or famous. But do you have anonymous ones? Yes, yeah. I have anonymous yeah. all the time occasionally a famous person mm. if i've been like watching a show i think okay. a lot or something but um a lot of times people it makes me very uncomfortable yeah the people you don't want to be having sex dreams with right and we had when we had the dream analysis on she was talking about how typically sex dreams aren't actually like sexual about, desire right so i'm like okay that helped me feel better because often i'm like no i've had some ones with like siblings and like weird shit like that and you're like yeah. ew, ew, ew. like why in god's name i have like them all the time with random like people in our lives like one of my parents' friends. And yeah. I'm like, where the fuck did that come from, dude? Like, that yeah. is not... No, I am not. And then I feel so weird the next morning when you're like... conscious Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I want to tell my partner about who I just had the sex room about, but I also think that they'll be weirded out. Yeah. You know? Yeah, feel that for sure. <sighs> um, exes... Yeah, one ex in particular i will have periods of time i'm just like over it now i'm just like well that's the thing i guess i have dreams all the time yeah either like sex i I have two of my exes i have sex dreams with them fairly often but then the one part uh ex in particular not necessarily sex but like i'll have dreams about him and his girlfriend all the time like for for like years now i'll have dreams of him and his girlfriend like what about them Oh, I've had so many dreams of like where I find out that he actually loves me and not his girlfriend. <laughs> for real. And I'm like, oh, I feel so bad for her. Salacious. Like in my dream. <laughs> and I'm like, wake up and I'm like, what the fuck? <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I just let at this point I do I used to really overthink and be like, oh my God, am I actually supposed to be with him? And now I'm just like, I do whatever. I don't know. Maybe I don't this care. is like I moved maybe, on. Maybe this is like, I don't know, people might be like, oh, don't negate your dreams. But I think a lot of times I think you know when a dream has a purpose behind it maybe it's still like honestly it's probably just my subconscious maybe still processing stuff about like i i i've I tell gray a lot like oh i miss him in my life as a person yeah i don't want to like break up with grace and get with no him. but you still you have that so maybe feeling. it's my subconscious processing like i think sometimes your subconscious is processing things with your dreams so maybe it's processing like him not being in my life and maybe sometimes mm-hmm. i still miss him that way and then it's like i don't know that makes sense yeah that makes sense. I just don't me. overthink it anymore. I'm like, whatever. Keep working through it, I guess, subconscious. But yeah. Oh my God. This one. Oh my God. This one is the T. What? Does anyone else hate their boyfriend's best friend slash their in laws? Okay, I saw this one and I was like, <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> my answer is. No, I don't hate any of Grayson's friends or any of his in-laws at all. Um, I'm perfect. 
you're per- you're perfect. Yeah, I'm perfect. You're, like you just they're like they just enhance my life and I know I enhance theirs. I definitely have I mean actually though I don't I love all of Grayson's friends and family members. I have had an ex before where I knew I was like if we get married or some shit like your family's coming with you and this is going to be a battle uh-huh, of uh-huh. the women, specifically the women. There was an ex for the women in his life. I was like you were like, this, this is going to be rough. Okay. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of a barb situation. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Understood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I did not like Evan's best friend when we first started dating. He was like in our friend group, but him and I rubbed each other the wrong way. Like we are opposite human beings. Mm. Um, and especially back then we were more extreme i think in our isms um and so we would always be getting on each other's nerves and we were always talking shit about the other one to evan poor guy and it was always just like i was just like fucking he blah 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 and then like his friend was always just like dude your girl da 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 and like we would just it was constantly a problem and then i one day i was just like i'm pushing my boyfriend away by like i'll say this I didn't like his his best friend wasn't problematic. So that's a big difference. If you have a best friend or if you're like partner's best friend is like. There's issues, issues. And they're like bringing influences into your partner's life that like you don't think are healthy. That's one thing. But I was just like, he pisses me off because he's this way and I just don't like it. Um, But I finally like one time was like, hey, I don't know why we rub each other the wrong way. Like. I mean, we're just super different. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, no, I knew that he couldn't stand me. He knew I couldn't stand him. And I finally was just like, listen, this is super awkward, but like, I don't hate you, but like, we just really bother each other. It's not working. This is not working. We're really bugging each other. And he was like, yeah, you really bug me too. And I'm like, okay, well, we can just both know that we really bug each other and like, but we love Evan. So it is what it is. And now he's one of my most favorite people in the world. That's cool. Yeah. I love that. But that was a journey of like 13, 14. Uh, well, I guess, I mean, I've now been friends with him or I've known him now. I've been, I've been together for like 14, 15 years. And I, you know, what's crazy is when Evan and I broke up, him and I had gotten to a point where we were actually starting to become good friends that when Evan and I broke up, he was an awesome support system for me. And he would like, check in on me regularly Aww. and we'd have our little zoom sessions because we lived in different areas he'd be like and you're like we totally slept together like we three or hooked four times. up many yeah. times <laughs> <laughs> no but it was like this like non-sexual there was like it it he you was like formed a bond yeah. like yeah and he was like a piece of evan that i was still able to Aww. and he was very always respectful respectful about not bringing up evan because i would be like don't tell me about evan i don't yeah. want to know it's yeah. gonna make me anxious Ugh, yeah and then we like and now he we're like we're great and he actually just moved he's been gone for years and he just moved to los angeles like a month ago i'm Cute. so excited Cute. but and then as far as in-laws go i will say this i'm really not going to get into it but um <laughs> i <laughs> i i love my in-laws a lot i i was very close with my in-laws for a very long time um we have some differences um inherent differences and we try to go about them differently and so it is a journey and it was Mm. really rough for a couple years and i think we're finally coming to a place where there is starting to be a little bit of an understanding of like 
agree to disagree a little bit. I don't really know. I'm still trying to figure it out, but we love each other. Very diplomatic of you. It's just, okay. uh, it's, it, it can be, it, it's been a rough road in some ways for sure. <laughs> Two that I want to go over. Okay. Actually three, but two are kind of go hand in hand. Okay. Does anyone else mute people on social media because you're jealous of them? <laughs> One million yes. percent. Yes. It's such a good, th- you, you, it's a good thing to do. Yeah. Right. I have people like, like the people that I'm jealous of who I mute, like people would probably be really su- surprised at. I'm not going to say. I was going to say, I'm I like, are you going to, are you about to tell you, but I don't want to like make a I thing by talking person. about the people. Yeah. But it's mostly just like, um, I don't, there are some people that I feel mildly jealous of, like about their real life. Yeah. Like, but they sort of inspire me to like live more of the life I want to live. So I don't mute them. But then there's some people where I'm more just like jealous of the life that they portray on Instagram, even though I know that I, I don't want to switch lives with them, if that makes sense. Yes. Like I'm sort of jealous of like how people perceive them on their Instagram. Which is probably like an influencer thing. Yeah, sure. I think no, I don't. I think that that's beyond influencer. I think, I think ever. I think people have people in their lives where they know that the way that they put things out there on Instagram is not necessarily like a hundred percent accurate, and they get like we'll get a lot of praise or love for stuff, and you're like, I know behind the scenes it's not like that, mm. and it's almost like agitating to be like well, I feel like I'm doing a good job too and I'm not getting any sort of accolades and like, mm. yeah. Okay, yep, that's a good but way I of think, explaining it. But no, but I think that's, it is so true because I feel the same way. The people who I've muted on mine who I am who I feel jealous of, it's it's a complex feeling because it's, yes. it's not actually people who I necessarily- You want to be living their life. Yeah, it's not people who I'm like, oh my God, I am inspired by them and I- wish I was like them like those people I keep very active and I keep up with respond to them uh-huh, and yeah, all those uh-huh. things yeah you know it's oh god this is so embarrassing oh well whatever I'll just put it out there the people who I tend to mute more are people who are like maybe from my past not like who I like actually like have relationships with sometimes. Oh, not like people yeah. who are like good friends of mine now, but like past people in my life who I did have relationships with who like, like it agitates me. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe if jealousy is not the, maybe not the right word. It might be though. Agitation is I think a really good way of describing it. It like, I like when I see their stories pop up, I feel a certain like sort of way that doesn't feel healthy. Yeah. So I feel like I should just mute it. Like a fixation on something about them that doesn't quite mesh. Yeah. Now, but then on the other side, someone says, does anyone else continue to follow people that piss you off on social media because you like getting mad at them? And I 100% have a couple of those counts. Yeah, me too. Where everything they do annoys me and I love to see it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I... I don't follow a lot of I, I don't really follow anybody who agitates it agitates me, but I definitely I will l- regularly look on their Instagram, but I refuse to do the follow there's out a, of pride. OK, there's a couple people, though, who I've followed. And then over time, it has developed into a hatred. Of <laughs> oh, my them. God. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> 
It's true. Well, like, over yeah, time, no, no, I hear you. develops and you, like, yeah. see uh-huh. a side of them where you're just like, I hate you. And uh-huh. then you can't help but just continue. And you know what? I have to say, and like... And then the unfollow, like, that's, that's like, a move. Especially yeah. if, like, you know the person. Well, not or to mention, like, like, a lot of times it's, like, the gossipy kind of hate where you send to a friend and you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Can you believe this bitch has the audacity to post post this? Yeah. No, I hear you. And I don't know how to describe it. It's not like a jealousy. It's just sort of like an ignition of like, it's like how people hate follow politics, you know, where people like, sure. where people, I, I know like my in, one of my in-laws is like this, where she like, she hates Donald Trump, but is like, uh, but was like obsessed with him, like had to read every story about Donald Trump where I was like, why are you, why are you doing this? Let me, let me tell you something i recently had to delete my facebook because Uh, you were rage following so my obviously i started my facebook a hundred years ago right and so pretty much everybody that i had followed was because i hadn't wasn't ever active on it so everyone that i had followed was very much like from my past and a lot of that past included like church um baptist university all of those people who a lot of them like are great i love them whatever but there were a few people and what happened was i hopped back on facebook for a minute because of some chatty broad stuff and i ended up then seeing my feed and i hadn't been on my facebook in like two years and i looked on my feed and there was a specific individual that i became obsessed with because the things that they were posting. So just recently, like when you, so, when you when you saw it, just when you logged on, you became obsessed. Yes. In yeah. like the past, like in like the yeah, past yeah, okay, eight, okay, eight okay. months, I was so obsessed and everything they were posting enraged me so much. I'm talking, I'm screenshotting everything they're posting <laughs> and sending it to Evan and be like, can you fucking believe this disgusting bullshit? And I'm, I am seething like oh, yeah. sending it to my family oh, like did yeah. you see and i oh. and, and i couldn't stop i couldn't yeah. stop going on and looking okay, at that's it different. yeah and i like to the point where evan was like you this is like so bad for <laughs> you like you your are all you're thinking about is this person who by the way like you barely know like you haven't seen in years and you have this like like fixation to the i i d- deleted my facebook good because i was like i can't like i i don't have the willpower to just not log on and i also don't have the willpower to unfollow this person or to mute them because i was it it was just it was hitting all of the things in me that just wanted to like rage out on something okay so actually i take it back i'm backtracking a little bit i don't actively follow anyone that i like that makes me see like that i can't i have to unfollow i have Mm -hmm. to i have to or mute but there's, it's more the people that I like to keep up with are the people who just annoy me. Like it's, yeah, it's sure. like I, I am picking apart the subtleties mm-hmm. of the way that they annoy me. Like they're not actually doing anything wrong, but every way they do the way that, that they do it things, just bugs. I'm just like, mm-hmm. but why does she word it like that? And I kind of like, I'm sort of obsessed with like finding uh-huh. things that uh-huh. annoy me about what they do. Uh huh. Uh huh. Which probably isn't unhealthy either, but I'm gonna keep doing it <laughs> because it's fun for me. So it adds a hate little, on it, bitches. It adds a little, a little spark of joy to my day. It does. It yeah. sparks joy in me. It sparks joy in me. It's kind of like we were talking about with like the gossip stuff yes. a little bit, right? Where I'm just like, oh my God, can you believe? Yeah. 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 I mean, I. Oh my God. Do you yeah. know who I started following? Kelly Dodd. And she is horrific. Oh, 
I haven't I, watched seasons of uh, Orange oh, County the forever. The most recent season of Orange County is so bad, Becca. Who does she think she is? Dude, I think that they're going to kick her off the show. Good. I really hope they, they do. They should. She's disgusting. She's yeah. vile. She's turning... She's got her head so far up her own no, ass. She's the ho- shit she's posting on Instagram, like posting... Like reposting, like, you know, like us weekly articles about other cast members just being like, just like this bitch to do something like that. Like, no, no, no. She's it's it's well. And also like, I forgot in mind. Yeah, it it was so bad that like the final the most recent season she was on, it was like despicable. It got very racist. Like it was really bad. Oh, she's no a nightmare. Yeah, I don't follow. I don't actually follow anyone that I like that because I have no idea. But I but I do like to randomly like like my search bar right now is probably a bunch of people who didn't they stop doing that? And I'm really glad. What do you mean? They didn't. Oh, they took away the thing where it would be top searches. Remember when they in your search bar you could see the top people that you've searched? Oh, that is so embarrassing. By the way, I hated that, and they don't do that anymore. Thank God. Oh, quick question: Any does anyone um else hide their phone? Like or get paranoid when someone says like, "Oh, can I see your Instagram quick?" And they're because about the search to see bar, their name who, in the search bar, or you someone else's name, or someone else that like maybe yeah. they know or something, and yeah. you're gonna they're about to see that your yeah. top search is like their you know best friend, and they're like, "Why are you looking at my best yeah. friend?" And you're like, yeah. "I I like I know yeah. the certain people in my life who tend to be like, let me see your phone. I want to show you something on Instagram." And before I go and hang out with them, I will sometimes legit remember to like erase my search bar history because I don't want <sighs> straight them up, seeing it. Straight up, I feel you. Yeah, the horror. Feel you heart. Oh horror. yeah, because I stalk some people like obsessively. Yes, yes. There are no. There are a few people on my search bar as I look right now that I'm embarrassed by, like truly. Oh gosh, I can't even. It makes yeah, me feel we unfun. can't go there. I'm sure no. everyone else feels the same way though. Yeah, it seems I'm like not. I'm do. A, sorry, broads. I'm not telling you who's my on my no, search me bar either. right now. That is the. I, you can I, tell, I, tell I feel, me after. I feel shame. <laughs> tell me after. I will. Okay. Um. <laughs> um. Oh, this is an interesting one. Does anyone else use their hair to floss as a last resort? I only recently learned about this, like in the past year. Honestly, this kind of just changed my life. I had never thought about it. And now I'm like actually very grateful. Yeah. And I'm sure random people will be hard when you have short hair, though. So like get it wrapped around your fingers. I forget that I have short hair. I know that's yeah, that's going to be impossible. (laughs) (laughs) I can pull the hair up very easy. The alopecia makes it very easy to get uh, a few strands of hair at once here. But like actually getting it in, (gasps) I'll have to use Ember's hair. Oh, my God. (laughs) I just got so validated. Um. Does anyone else sleep with your hand in your pants or touch your vagina in a non-sexual comforting way? Dude, I sleep all night, every night with my hand in my pants. <laughs> or as a or if I grab my vagina. Me too. I cup it. Yes, all night. Me too. Other people do that shit. Yeah, and I used to as a kid too. Like not touching myself, I would just literally be like, mm. you like you stick it in, and then you like you like it's warm. Just is like it's a. It's a comforting thing. I don't know why. Yeah, it's like you get yeah, you cup it and it's warm. I like I mean, I sit like this, too. Right. I sit with my hands uh-huh. like this, but I always have my hands down my pants when I sleep. Uh-huh. Well, I don't wear pants, but yeah, I have my hands down my sweats <laughs> when I sleep. But, but through my 12 layers. Also, I always typically grab my boobs. It's either my I'm either grabbing my boobs uh. or I'm. Yeah, I have my hands down my too. pants. I also like always in winter 
put my hands in the back of my pants to sit on like my butt because my hands are so cold. That is really cute because my Nana, my classic Nana move, we always laugh because she, the woman has the largest breasts you've ever seen, like natural breasts Mm -hmm. and has no hips and her little bird legs. And she walks around in her little jeans, my little nine year old like this all day. She's always standing like this. That is so and cute. And it's so cute. And, and and my sister, when my sister was little, she'd always be like so embarrassed. Like, oh my God, my friends are over. And Nana's walking around with her hands in her pants. Like she's grabbing her butt all the time. It's so cute. That is so cute. <laughs> it's adorable. I love it. I do the same thing. But it's warm. It's warm. <gasps> it's very warm. Oh, oh my God. I do this one all the time. Is anyone else wor- a worry you perceive colors completely different than everyone else? Like is my red your blue? I've never had that thought once. Oh my God. I've thought about that so many times. Like, like, are you like, okay. So if I teach you that as a kid, that this color is blue and this color is green. Yeah. Everyone's going to have the same names for shit. But what if you're seeing things totally differently? Like, like like, I'm seeing this as blue, but like, what if the color that, that I'm actually seeing is like what everyone else sees as like a red? Like, what if, like, so what do if, you, like, are you I'm, worried I'm that people that is, are, have tricked you how when they taught you colors no, 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 or the, that like the, your my, vision? My eyes pers- There's no way to test if your eyes are seeing color in a completely different way because you're going to learn the names for all these different shades. But like what if your eyes are just there's no way to know if other people's eyes are seeing the colors the same exact way. But wouldn't you know by now? No, because you'd have the same names for everything. That's white. That's green. That's blue. That's brown. Oh, so you're worried that we are, we're perceive. all getting it wrong. No, that like, what if I perceive colors differently? Like, okay, like if you put oh, on a... Oh, I understand what you mean. I understand what you mean. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if I put on a pair of glasses and it turned everything like a different color. Yes. Like, let's say it turned ev- like ev- like this red and this blue, whatever. I, w- as a child, would yes. still be taught that this color is blue yes, and this color is green. But it would be a different color Even though to I'm you. seeing it in a diff- totally different color yes. scheme than you yes. are. Yes, And yes, so yes, I'm wondering, yes, yes. I wonder sometimes, like, do we see color or do I see color, like, in a completely different way than everyone else around me? But I just don't know. That There's is, no way for me to know. That is so wild. I have never thought about that once in my whole life. And now I'm going to be thinking about it all the time. I can't believe that. That's so interesting that you've never thought that. I've thought that a ton. And so has this person. Never had that thought once in my whole life. Weird. That's bizarre. But yeah, it is a weird thing to think about, right? Like what if all people are purple or actually purple? But what if my eyes perceive them as, you know, tan? I. But now I'm now I'm thinking about this when I get dressed, (laughs) like the color combos that I'll put together. But it doesn't I mean, ultimately. We're all thinking we're thinking you're putting together a green shirt with blue pants. Yeah. With tan shoes. Right. But you just might be seeing it in a whole other way. And there's Mm -hmm. no way to know. There's no way to know. I think about that in like different ways, like not with colors, but like. If like I think I'm really smart and no one else does. Yeah, you and I have talked about this before and we're like, what if we're really, really stupid? And then we're like, okay, either we have a whole massive crew of stupid people who are into us. I have a huge, I have a huge fear. Fear of being completely unself-aware. Yes, it's one of my biggest fears is like being like hanging out in a crew of people and thinking I really charmed them <gasps> and then and finding out later you. that they really disliked me and thought I was really annoying. Like See, that's one of my greatest fears. I actively think about that when I'm in social settings. Really? Yes, a lot. I'm like, I'm annoying this person. I'm probably annoying this person so much. Oh my God. So you think about it. See, I don't think about it until <gasps> after. No, I think about it during... 
I think about it after. During the, when we went out to the comedy club, I kept thinking like, oh my God, what if everyone see, secretly thinks I'm annoying? And I thought about how I thought the whole time I was super charming. And then, <laughs> and then later that night I was like, oh my God, what if literally everyone was like that, that girl, don't ever let her back. She was the most annoying. That's horrible to think about. I mean, the truth same. is it's probably always somewhere in the middle. Probably. Probably like there's some people that are kind of like, you know what I learned about this? So, um, I got together like a number of people one time for a birthday party this and is I was, interesting. and I was, and I asked and it was like my party with a bunch of different girlfriends that didn't know each other. Yes. So then I was asking all the different girlfriends, like, Hey, like who was your like favorite person and least <laughs> favorite person in the group? I was like a social experiment. Yes. And by golly gee, almost everyone had a different answer. Fascinating. For the person to me. that and they liked the most it was and like the least. Very surprising to me. Like to me in my mind, there's a clear there's a clear thing in my mind of who's the most annoying and who's the least annoying. You know? Uh-huh. And everyone had a different answer. Uh-huh. And was like, man, I just did not vibe with her. Or like, I thought she was and then this person I thought was really cool. And I was just like, wow, we perceive we all perceive people so differently so i'm sure when you feel that way there's probably someone in the room that thought probably. you were the most annoying in the room and there's probably someone else that was like i would love to spend a week with that yeah girl. no it's so interesting it's like no it's such an interesting thing, thing to think about because <sighs> and then of course there's people sometimes that everyone in the room hates but i don't think that's ever you well i appreciate that but i think <laughs> i think there's this like obsession with like whatever my personality type is is that like i feel like i need everyone in the room to like me oh, i struggle with the same thing and it's so annoying right and you're just like why do i care who what this person i'm never gonna see this person again and i who think it also I, I do think there's a, a there's also obviously there's so many people in this whole world with different personality types who really care about what like they really want everyone in the room to like them but i think you and i both have very strong personalities mm. especially when we're in a group so there's like sometimes even more it feels like a very active fear of like there will be someone in the room who loves us and someone in the room who hates us we are not personalities that are kind of just like chilling or strong personalities yeah believe it or not there have been some times in my life where i've been so anxious i just literally have not said anything in the group and i've come off as the most quiet person in the really world. yeah because i've never seen you like that before no sometimes well maybe it's because i feel comfortable around you it's usually if I, there's like no it can go one of two ways i have to make an active conscious choice if i'm in a room full of a bunch of people i don't know i choose in that moment am i gonna flip it on and we're gonna go okay or am I going to shut it down and I'm going to sit here and smile and laugh at what everyone has to say? Okay. Okay. That makes sense to me. I see. I, I'm wired in the way that like I get so anxious. This is something that's really annoying about me and I can't stand it about myself. I, I can't be the quiet one sitting and watching everybody interact. It makes me feel anxious. Oh. Like, I feel like... That's how great Yeah, I'm like, I feel like I'm not contributing to this conversation. And like, and like you are going to like feel... Like, anytime there's any sort of pa awkward pause, I feel the pressure to have to fill it. That's what... Gray talks about this all the time. You guys would really connect on this. Because Gray is always like, I don't... <laughs> yeah. And he feels like he can't just like sit. Interesting. Not a single pause. 
His yeah. mom is the same way. Like, just can't have a pause. It's I, I like it's an active thing I can't stand about myself because in the moment I will fill the pause. I will want to and I'll also want to be the person who just sits and doesn't say anything and like just enjoys the conversation. And I like just sitting and enjoying the conversation. But unless I am very com- if I'm if we're talking like best friends, I have no problem being quiet. But like in a room full of people in a group of them, I don't really know well or don't know yeah. at all. I can't. It's it can be it can lend itself to embarrassing situations or at least for me afterwards where I'm just like, girl, I know that you did not shut up the whole time or you were really coming off really strong. And I'm sure a lot of people were very annoyed, but I just feel like I have to. Great is the same thing. Yeah, I, if anything, if I'm really, if I'm really anxious, I will go. And just shut down. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And I'll just go like this to people I meet, like, yeah. And we'll do a couple back and forth and it'll be like. I, that is, that back of that throws me off so much because I've just, I've never seen, I've never been in that situation with you before because I've only really ever been around either our mutual friends or your friends and I'm like meeting your friends. Yeah, no, there's definitely a time where I'm just like... I would love (laughs) to see the situation. I hate it. I hate being in that mode. But in in that moment, I'm just like... Greg talked about this when I met one of his ex-girlfriends, actually. And he was just like, wow, I'm so impressed. You just seemed so cool because you just like didn't have to say anything. And you just let her sit there and talk. And you were just silent while she was just talking. And I was like, I was just afraid of looking stupid. So, so you then just like, didn't if, say I'm af- if I'm really afraid of looking stupid and I'm nervous around someone. Oh, it's, it's like this with guys that I have a really big crush on or like, okay. Okay. Or like famous people or like anything like that. I'm just like, I just won't yeah. say anything because anything I say is going to be stupid. Yeah. And then it probably comes off to people like I think I'm better than them or like I think I'm cool. And you're just and literally so nervous. I'm just like, I don't want to fuck up. So I'm just not going to say anything. I, the only way that I can relate to that is when it comes to someone I have a crush on. If I yeah. actually like someone, I'm really quiet. It's a particular kind of crush for me. It's like if I'm if I'm like obsessed with someone, yes. I'm obsessed with someone <laughs> that I'm just like. If I'm running into a celebrity who I have like a massive crush on, I won't say a single word to them. How often does that happen? Never. <laughs> it's in my fantasies. <laughs> okay. It doesn't, but it's happened a couple times where I'm like, I have like such like massive hots for you. You look, your face looks so okay, confused. I'm sorry. You're reading. Someone said this. Does anyone else? This isn't does anyone else. Apparently, you're supposed to throw away underwear every six to nine months. So who else doesn't do it? Girl, I six saw that. Six to nine months? I had no idea. Try six to nine years. Yeah, I've had the same pair of underwear like for like 12 years. Yeah, there's definitely been a pair of underwear or two that I've had since high school. Yeah, I mean, I wash them all the time. But like... That's bullshit. With throwing, with throwing away a pair of underwear six to nine months, I thought that was like something like a toothbrush. A toothbrush. That's, I've heard that too. Also, right. keep my toothbrushes for a good two I know, years. I I keep my toothbrushes for a long time. Until Plastic. there's no bristles left. Yeah. There's like three you're brushing <laughs> your teeth like, with. I'm really getting it good, baby. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't seem right to me with the underwear, but maybe like everyone else does this and, and we're the only ones. Yeah, I have to like, in fact, the other day I had to consciously remind myself like, you have to buy new socks because I've lost, I've had pair, I've just been wearing mismatched hodgepodge pairs oh. of socks for like two years now. And I was like, no, honey, it's time to buy a new 
six pack of socks. <laughs> I don't think you I know? can remember the last time I wore socks that matched or socks that were the same size. Like I'll have one like little ped sock and then one like high sock. It's like we have so, both you and I, we have so many goddamn clothes. It's like you'd think you have everything you need there, right? I, Same thing with somehow, my kids' clothes. The shit that Frank and Ruth like walk around in and that we go out of the house in, like. Oh, my mom used to judge me so oh, hard too. for how I would dress my child because she was always just kind of, she would never match. The hair is kind of like... It was always kind of a little raggedy. <laughs> Same. And like her face definitely... Ember's face definitely is always dirty. dirty. Her hands are always dirty. Yeah. And I'm just like... Dirty fingernails. And my mom's like... Rat nest in the back of the hair. <laughs> yeah. would come back and she'd be like, did you guys just get back from playing in the dirt at the park? And I'd be like, no, we were home. Okay, I'm glad that you feel the same way. Because like, <laughs> I see some of... Mm, these moms social media with their hairs with their kids all slicked back into perfect little ponies with little matching hair ties and shit like that <sighs> knee high no. socks with like little like baby air force ones and i'm like wow no 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 first of all i'm not spending a lot of okay, money for something you're gonna grow out in, in two days no i'm like i, I if, if you want to like if you if it sparks if it's a hobby for you yeah if yeah. it sparks joy for you buying your children like Put, really cute up in shoes outfits. i would rather spend that money on myself <laughs> my own shoes and then one day we'll get those nice things for ember i mean but at the end of the day the like all that ember wants me to buy her is costumes and she wears costumes hmm. every single day and the way i see it with the dirtiness i'm like I don't know. To me, I'm like, my kid is happy, though. So, like, yeah. why do you care what they look like? My kid looks nasty and dirty all the time, but also, she's really happy. Also, everyone always messages me because anytime I post with Ember in the morning or evening, she's wearing the same shirt. <laughs> and everyone's always just like, you better believe. Let that shit roll over. Well, here's the thing. But I, I, when I say every day, I mean every single day for the past like four years she's been wearing the same shirt when she wakes in the morning goes to bed at night and everyone's just like wow does she have like a rotating like 12 of these and i just want to let everybody know yes she has oh, she the does. same like 12 of the same shirts and then she will always get more because it is my uncle's soap company oh he's so starting this kid's soap this. line and so he gives her all these shirts and she loves them and it's the same one and so that's all she wears it to bed every night it's her comfy bed now shirt i like want to find it anyway it's always in my insta stories that's so Zoopy zoom. funny but uh yeah oh but you do you ever do you ever do the thing where like if it's not a sleep shirt and she goes to bed in it and she wears the you let her wear the next day throw on sure. a new pair of pants sure. She, yeah. though, doesn't, like, doesn't that. like that. She didn't used to care. Now she's very specific about when she gets ready in the morning, she needs to put her makeup on. She puts like 12 rings on her fingers. Um, Girl, Ruth does like four outfit changes a day. Yeah, it's like, you got like, oh my Lord. Like it's, and it takes so long for them to go in and out of clothes. And she wants a specific shoe depending yes. on like who she's necessarily going to see. Like they are saw me in that shoe. And I'm like, I don't feel like I speak this way in front of her. I feel like maybe this is just something that's like. Yeah, like, I don't think we're on that plane of consciousness yet. But it's like she will put on a pair of shoes. We'll be going for a walk. I will go to get a snack in the kitchen. and I'll come back out. And she'll have a different pair of shoes on, you know, and she's like. These she's are just like, the ones. <laughs> And then she's always wanting to wear Frank's clothes. So she's always That's shoved into so some cute. tight little shirt. Yeah. She doesn't know it's his, though. She's just like, mine. She's like, all My turn. Ruth's turn. My oh turn. Oh, my gosh. She's yeah. at the eight. That's my most favorite age. Oh, my God. I'm obsessed. I could use a little more verbal communication personally. But Ember was talking so young, wasn't she? She was, like, talking at, like, a year and a half. Ember was speaking. 
I mean, like saying sentences a year. Ember was Ember was like saying sentences at a year. Yeah. But my child did not walk until she was like a year. She was like a year and I mean, not not two, but I mean, you know, dude, I don't know about her verbal skills were super ahead and her physical skills were like like. A, like quite far behind well it's funny because um franklin has like just the man has no motivation to move like ruth used to chilling. get her arms and legs stuck in like the crib because she'd be rolling all around you put that kid down for a nap even if he's crying or whatever he will stay in one oh, spot so but even now it's like i don't even think he even thought or had the will to sit until i started plopping him in a sitting position and all of a sudden he was like okay this is good so he doesn't cute. care about crawling doesn't try to push up on his arms or legs. He just sits there. That's so. how Ember was. Meanwhile, my neighbor's kid is walking at eight months. Ungodly. <laughs> Damon. But yeah. <laughs> but that's always. I had a good friend who had her son, her and Ember, or him and Ember. Um, uh, oh, yeah. I know. Were, yeah, yeah, yeah. were like born within like three weeks of each other. And I was always so like bewildered at the physical activity that was happening so quickly. Like he was like that too, walking at eight months or like crawling out of the crib and like throwing himself out of his crib oh to God. come see her at like, like before he was a year old. And I'm like, oh my God, Ember still is sleeping in a sleep sack. Ember slept in a sleep sack until she was about four and a half. Ruth's still in one and the size of the sleep sack that she's in she could go till six yeah, if I, I wanted her to you better believe I kept that girl in her little crib because she never tried to get out well see now I have to put the sleep sack on Ruth backwards because she started escaping out of her crib mm. but now she's tethered to the crib because she can't swing her leg over the side because of the <laughs> sleep like, sack oh yeah and when she walks around the room in the little sleep <laughs> sack so it's cute. so cute dude Amber le- like legitimately until and when I tell you one day ago I mean one day ago <laughs> has never once gotten out of her bed in the middle of the night or in the morning when she wakes up or from a nap she calls us so anytime she wakes up when she wakes up in the morning or wakes up from a nap she goes mommy mama 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 same exact mm-hmm. little song every single time she won't get out of her bed huh she waits until ago. i come and i turn the light Did on she walk into the room this morning all of a sudden she just walks out of her bedroom into our room and i was like i was i was horrified <laughs> i've seen a ghost and i'm like what are you doing and she's like i'm a big girl now now i get out of bed when i'm ready to get out of bed and i was like well i mean sure but also sometimes you wake up very early <laughs> But she, yeah, she just never, she just would call She's and like, wait the until I would in my come. head told me it's time to get out of bed and come into the room. She said something so Stop scary it. a couple tell nights me. ago. <sighs> tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. I told Evan this late last night and I could barely sleep after I said it to him, just reminding myself of it. This was a couple days ago. He, Evan was doing a podcast. So I was like by myself in the house alone. And um, she calls me and it's probably like 10 at night. She's been sleeping for a couple hours. And she's sitting up and she's like, mom, and she's fully awake. She's not like in a dream state. Oh, no. And Here she we goes, go. She goes, mom, mom. And I come and she goes, mom, there's a whisper in my ear. There's a whisper in my ear. And I'm like, what is the whisper in your ear? And she's like, it's saying, Ember. And I'm like, she did that voice, dude.
say? I've, I didn't know what to say. I'll tell you a couple things. You're like, pray to Jesus, rebuke it in the name first of the Lord. Of all, first of all, I was like, it's okay, honey. It was definitely just a dream. And she's like, can you sit here and just and just rub my stomach? You're like, no, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dark in her for bed, petting her stomach so fast, like looking behind me. I'm like, I'm getting out of here. You better believe sometimes when I put Ruth down, I'm like, I dart out of the room so fast. I'm like, good night, bitch. Good, good luck in there. But you get that creepy feeling that there's like something and I'm just like, have a good sleep. It's so scary. It was so scary. I literally I ran out of the room as quickly as I could. I pet her as like oh god. Wow. Okay. Well. Oh. Anyway. Very scary. (laughs) Did you know one time Ruth was sleeping over at my in laws and they have a very very old house and um it's actually not that much older than ours but it looks really old because it's like a log cabiny thing in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So my mother-in-law sleeps like downstairs in the bedroom next to Ruth so she can hear her just in case. Yeah. And she said one night like Ruth like woke up just randomly like screaming like panicking in the middle of the night. You know, she went and soothed her and put her back down. But then like 10 minutes later when Linda was laying in bed, like the toy in the room started going like, you know, whatever. And Linda was just like, oh, like something's <laughs> something's moving about in the house tonight, but was like 100% serious. And I was talking to our other friends. And I was like, you ever get a weird like feeling about like Linda and Jim's house? And they were like, oh, yeah, there is shit going on in there all the time. But it's like happy. It's like happy ghosts. Like that place used to be like like a brothel and like fun times. And I'm just like, I know every time I sleep there. Oh, no, you can't sleep in that. You can't sleep in that. It doesn't matter if it feels happy. So what's been feeling like? I don't want you in my room. I don't want any happy, fun people dancing around my room while I'm asleep. You could be the nicest person in the entire world. I don't want you staring at me while I sleep. Jess, if you died now, I wouldn't want you in my room I would haunting never, me. I would never do that Thank to you. you. I would <laughs> never haunt you. I would definitely go and hang out at Ben's house. I might spook you. Ben from The Bachelor. <laughs> I would maybe, I would make, I'd maybe spook you out once or twice. Just once or twice. <laughs> You'd be like, <laughs> you'd be putting on your eyelashes in the morning. I come up behind you. I shake your arm. Oh my God. The daytime one. I if don't I die know. and that happens, that's me. Okay. Well, actually that's, that's nice to know. If you're getting ready to go out and you're putting on your eyelashes see, at night nice, and I shake your hand see, that's, and you get that's it all a nice over your moment eye. Because then I'll realize, I'll be like, that's this me. is Becca letting me know that she's on the other side Fucking and either you. she's yeah. stuck here, which <laughs> really sucks or she's. Exercise me, please. Yeah, <laughs> if you to, feel that. something to get her out of the yeah. house somehow, but. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, with that, um, uh, well, Broads, thank you so much for your questions. We love you. And next week we will have more episodes. We definitely have an episode coming out. I'm going to tease an upcoming episode because I'm not sure when this is when this episode will be released or happen. But I'm so excited for it. We are going to do what's that game called? The married, <gasps> the newlyweds. We're going to do the newlyweds game. The four of us. Oh my god! And I can't I th- wait. And I think Malik will host it. It's it'll just be it'll be just a great time. So Cannot prepare wait. yourself Cannot for wait. that. Maybe that'll be next week. I don't know. We'll yeah, see. Maybe. We'll see. We'll Yay. see. We'll see. Anywho, broads, we love you. Chat soon. Chat soon. Chat soon.